0: This is Let's Talk About Magnum P.I., the podcast from fans for fans of Magnum P.I. Yay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Magnum P.I. podcast. I'm Eve. And I'm Liz. And we have... Phil. Phil. <laughs> As a guest. Today, we're doing the Day of the Wiper
1: episode. One of my favorites.
0: Uh, yeah, one of mine, too. Um, My friend Laura... um. Explain me that explained me uh, Explained uh, a concept to me It's called cookie episode Apparently it comes from Remington Steel From a certain episode And it means that this is the episode Where a good show Turns into your favorite TV show
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I think Day of the Viper is the cookie episode For some fans
1: I would say so
2: Pretty sure. Yep. I liked all the action. Ah, me too. I I liked the background. A Mm. little.
0: The the manipulation that we've seen.
2: Mm hmm. How about you, Phil? I don't know really exactly. The episode itself is rather interesting, so to speak. (laughs) It is. Unusual but it's also getting more idea of the backgrounds of Higgy, and I like that.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, and unusual in what way? Um, Well, I have to say, in the beginning, when I first started watching the show, I did, in the the first episode or two, compare it to the show of the 80s. Very soon, I realized, no way. Block the 80s out and start with this new one, and it's amazing. The mm-hmm. cast, the show itself. In the 80s, I have to say, I loved I loved the show because of the car. <laughs> the Ferrari, that, is, that was my favorite car, and I loved the show for that. But this show, the reboot, what isn't that like? The whole show is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Every, every story they show, every story they make, there is something in it. There is a message in it. And there's nothing to describe it, but I love it. Yeah, that's true. I, the old show,
0: there's a lot to say for it, but there's also some things to say where you can point out, it, it's, it's in the 80s, so it's, it has themes from the 80s, and those don't go in our current environment anymore. Right. You you shouldn't you shouldn't try to do that. And as far as reboots go, I think *Manga PI is one of the reboots that recognized that very, very early on and never tried to emulate the eighties show
1: mm-hmm.
0: while keeping the theme of Ohana oh. alive and taking it to
1: where it should be now. Yeah. That's true. And also bringing in some of the elements, but updating them so that they fit yeah. in the current time, like the car, right? We still have the red Ferrari, but it's not the red Ferrari from the 80s, and we still have <laughs> the bad <news> Higgins. <laughs> yeah, we still have the yeah. Higgins, but they gender swapped, right? So they've they've added an alert to that too, right? So it's kind of... We also <laughs> have a
0: Brit that actually knows how to do a Brit accent because it's a Brit, not a Texan actor. That's true. <laughs> So, nothing against that, but to this day I don't understand why not just call cast a Brit for a British character. Because, I'm sorry, but even back then they existed and they were available <laughs> and it shouldn't have been too hard to just get a Brit. It's
2: a little less work for everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think the way that Perdita plays it, I think for Higgins, because it was a British character, I think it's only good that they use that now in a female Higgins, but British. They should have used it in the original Higgins too,
0: in my honest opinion, because
2: mm-hmm.
0: as per it yeah, proves Wasn't John British Hillman a Brit?
1: No. No, he was from Texas.
0: Really? You could've could fooled me. He <laughs> <laughs> he was American. Yep. If you if you ask our most vocal braid on Twitter, which is Tori, Dr. Tori, um, she'll point out the flaws of that British accent very accurately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, well, still, still a lot to learn. I mean, there's there's a lot to learn for everyone. We don't, I don't think there's anyone who knows the insides of yeah. all the episodes, except maybe Lankov. <laughs> of the reboot. And, yeah. and the, original. I mean, and the you, original. You basically have to pick it apart to do, to do a proper reboot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but that's what's fun with these shows. It's more up-to-date now. I mean,
1: Definitely. You just
2: have now just the, 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 you know, whatever goes wrong at the moment in the world. Um, you see that happening in the show as well. And yeah. It's, it's no more a taboo. There's been chance to talk about it. And I, I mean... Important.
0: I mean, the the COVID pandemic is a very interesting um, <sighs> example for that. Sorry, the word just escaped me for a moment. It's an interesting example for that because there's other shows that made it a theme for like an entire season, whereas Magnum P.I. has it canonically happened, but we're like, yeah, we're done with that. We're mm-hmm. still experiencing... What happened in COVID, but we're not making it a theme because yeah. the show is based on escapism. Yeah, And so sometimes they draw from the real life, but intentionally deviate because.
1: Uh, I remember when movie. that article came out. I yeah. remember when that article came out, and people were asking, is there going to be, like, are you going to touch on COVID in season, it was season three? And they were saying, it happened, we're going to acknowledge it, but. It's not going to be part of our show because, like you said, our show is about escapism and nobody wants to sit in front of an hour of Hawaii through COVID when they (laughs) would rather just be Hawaii without... (laughs) Though
0: though having COVID in Hawaii... Not having COVID in Hawaii, but being in Hawaii during COVID was kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) There is, and I will never forget that, Ala Moana Center in um, Honolulu... You could literally tell where someone was from based on their use of masks. It was so funny. So everybody who kept wearing a mask, even at the out- outdoor places? Hawaiian. Everybody who took the masks off as soon as you left an indoor store? European or other otherwise? Everyone who just basically never wanted to wear these masks? Americans! <laughs> it was so obvious. Of course, there is the exceptions to the rules, like, I never took off the mask, and, at least, I'm serious look at me, I'm not Hawaiian, but,
2: yeah, it was quite telling. Even <laughs> you, at least in the Netherlands, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. No. And that's, it's very really strange, I think, sometimes. Um, when we go to Germany, visit the zoo, now it was free, but at um, moments when you go indoors, from the um where the the animals stay at night then you have to wear a mask out of security for the people who work there and for the animals who stay inside then you have to wear a mask but outside you can just walk
0: free around it was the same way back in december in hawaii i think the mask mandate is completely dropped in hawaii as well too but back when we were in hawaii the onoahu you had to wear a mask indoors, but you didn't mm-hmm. have to wear it outdoors. It outdoors. was strongly recommended, though, that you put it back on in crowds. And again, the same thing happened. Hawaiians wore masks in crowd. Some Europeans put them on.
2: Americans, nah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, I think if that's the rule and it's recommended, it's for your own safety. How it. simple as that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into any
0: debate. I would wear too, but mm-hmm. it was just like this jarring difference that you could see in in how some countries handled it and how some citizens of certain countries handled it, based on the general, not population, uh, the general attitude of certain politic
2: uh, politicians. Mostly, the politicians put put people in, in in a way that you don't. Um, yeah, you do your own rules. If the politics say you don't need to follow that, then nobody will listen to that anymore. But I should think it's your own safety and your own health. It is. needed. That is. is. I mean, I had COVID for maybe a week or two, and I was just a sniff. A minor cold. I'm lucky, but you could be very sick with pneumonia or whatever you can have. I mean, we. I think all three of us had COVID mm-hmm.
0: at this point. Hmm. Yeah, I. I have the. I. I brought it back from
2: Hawaii. <laughs> and you are healthy now. Fully healthy. I've. I've had like
0: a little bit of a residual thing for a week after, and then completely healthy. No long COVID. Luckily. Yeah. But that was jarring going to training. MMA training while you can't breathe properly. Woof! Oh, that's hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would not be fun. Thank
0: goodness I recovered. <laughs> okay. I can't believe that. <laughs> okay, let's go to the episode. Yes. So, we're starting with a broken intercom. And <laughs> <laughs> my personal question is, aren't you the head of security, Magnum?
2: Hmm. <laughs> why is the intercom so broken?
1: Because he's lazy. <laughs>
2: uh yeah.
1: Also, also, do you think Ian lied? Do you think that he that the intercom like obviously the intercom was broken because Higgy called about it before, but do you think that Ian sort of used that as an excuse as to why he hopped the fence?
0: Not necessarily, no.
1: No, he, he, lied. The
0: truth. he lied about a lot of things. I don't think he lied about that because he didn't need to.
1: Hmm, that's true, he's not. He, he why did he go to Higgy? That's my other question. Ha!
0: Mm-hmm. I think I have an answer for that. What do you think, Phil? Why did he come to
2: Higgy? He you knew from the past. And he knew that if he went to Higgy, he would help out without any questions asked. Because of the past. Yeah, but haven't we
0: met Higgy where there are questions asked? About people in her own past, about people that she just met? Where something like that would be like, how the fuck did that happen? Why are you investigating and why are you off the book? Where she
2: goes to way more backstory. Mm Mm-hmm. This, this is the first time that you really see Hickey go uh, in a story in the past. Yeah. It's like that McCall. It is, it is. I think my
0: answer for that is... It's in... A little bit later, Ian... There's this moment where Ian looks to Magnum and Kumu and Julia tells him, you can trust them. And even later, when... When he tells Magnum that this is not the Higgy that he knows. And that was for me the, okay, now I know why he came. The Higgy that, it wasn't about not trusting Magnum or Kumu. It's about them being there because he's used to Higgy being who he knew. Basically, listening to everything Wiper told him. Too. manipulating gaslighting her at, at some point, mm-hmm. and he does it in the episode, too. hmm That's why he came to Higgy, because he thought he could manipulate it, her to whatever he needed. However, there's
2: Magnum and Kumu. Yeah. Who are suddenly a problem. Yeah, Higgy changed for the better. hmm Changed And not being manipulated that easy anymore. Yeah,
0: he thought he could come influence Higgy, gaslight her into
1: doing killing That? not necessarily
0: killing, but
1: getting getting him out. Yeah, getting yeah. him out of the consulate so that I guess maybe Ian was going to go kill him after. Because we don't actually know what Ian's plan was post I extraction.
0: I think I don't think he wanted Higgy to kill him because then his cover would have been blown. In front mm. of Higgy. Like, sure thing. He just so needed the distraction
1: made. Yeah, he needed the, the info. Yeah, he... yeah, and the distraction. Yeah, because he tried to get the info from Fiona. He just wanted to,
0: you know, silence the dude, no matter what.
1: I love that exchange between Higgy and Fiona. <laughs> oh, <laughs> One yeah. One of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I love, especially now that we've seen season four, I love how useless she was at faking an American accent. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Ian Ian is British, or not? Or is he also an American with a good accent? I've seen it
0: in some British shows, so I think he's British. Didn't actually look it up, though.
1: Wait, where's my phone? I thought it was sitting (laughs) behind me. There it is. I will, I will, I will Google it. Oh wait, are you wearing your uh aloha dress? I am. Aww. I am. I am. Aww. So that dress that she's
0: wearing is straight from Oahu. We brought that back.
1: I did. It was in with me in the country. Aww. In your in your green screen room. Yes, my lovely green screen, as you guys can see behind me. At <laughs> oh, one point, I looks really Hawaiian. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I actually have a surfboard. Okay, this this I need to. Yes, I actually have a surfboard. Wait, I don't know. Can you guys see? Oh, that's <laughs> pretty that's amazing. Um, it's yeah, and then we we want to redo because I'm at like the family cottage and we want to redo my room so my mom was like we'll do a hawaiian theme if you want <laughs> do you want i was like yes yes i do hang on i'm looking up the cast now my boat, the well, i it's...
2: got it that ivy is from hawaii and elizabeth lives somewhere in the united states am i correct uh no no <laughs>
0: <laughs> quite wrong actually um liz is canadian
1: yes i am canadian
0: and i'm i'm technically in the country next
2: to yours germany really, really? You serious <laughs> seriously seriously wow I, I i've been in
0: hawaii for a prolonged time i will be back but i'm not ash i wasn't born there my Hawaiian friends say that it's basically my second home and it kind of is but i German <laughs> Born
1: and bred German. Went to school K- in England for a bit. Yeah. He is, in fact, British. Nigel Lindsay. Hmm. Born and in London. What was he in? Uh He has been in Four Lions, Richard the Second, First oh.
2: Knight, White Gold, Alan Midsomer Partridge. Murder does remind me of something. He showed up in Midsommar Murders. I believe, uh, one or two times. Probably. Could be. But either
0: As a young girl of 12? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mind you, I was like 10 or 11 back then, so I have no idea. And I don't watch old stuff. For which one?
2: Oh, did, they someone murder. I believe they repeated it, um, a couple of months ago, here in the Dutch station, that's how I remembered it again, was be there around 11 or 12 years old. Yeah, she was, very, mm-hmm. she was very good playing a manipulator. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that actually, I've, I've,
0: to vague recollections, like, two years ago, I've seen some of it. She's, she was, she's good, she's a great actress. She's good. Without a question, and she showed it in this episode,
1: like, Impressive. I like her emotions In this episode Like the thing that strikes me the most Yeah is When, she, when um, he tells her Like it's Jules uh, It's Viper Jules And then she just kind of like walks away And then kind of turns around And then she, everyone's like who is he And she's like he murdered the man I loved And I just like that That like emotion that she shows At that moment I absolutely love
0: I I love I love the moment in the police car with TC where she mm-hmm. realizes who who Ian is and what that means for her. This entire loss of confidence in him, betrayal, and at the same time, she's pushing so much, and you can tell it. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: she gingham. completely crushed. I mean, in mm-hmm. the past, she could rely on Ian and she could trust Ian with everything they did. Well, At least she at, saw. At that moment saw? She, she hears that Ian is the one who's responsible for the murder of Richard. Yeah, she thought she could trust him alive yeah. and
0: now she learns she never could.
2: Yeah, he's a bad guy. Really okay, bad. here's a question for you guys.
0: Um, Richard, uh, not Richard, sorry, oh my god. <laughs> no, let's not let I, I bring yeah. back Richard, I'll stand by that. Um, Ian, at one point points out that just the week before, where is it? Uh, just the week before Richard was killed, um, he and Higgy either told him or decided that they wanted to quit m i six and start a
2: family. yeah, that's correct. They did There was the week before. Um just just a few weeks before, I think. Yeah. So, it was recently
0: before Richard got killed. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that the reason for him killing Richard is actually that Richard found it out? I mean, he probably did. But, do you think the reason is that Richard found it out? Or did Richard find out because Viper wanted to kill him because it deprived him of his two major assets?
1: Could be. That's that's what I was
0: thinking Yeah Suddenly his two major assets The people that he can manipulate and gaslight into Serving him
2: Leave six.
0: So off one key piggy The one that's easier to manipulate maybe
2: I think Ian killed Richard Because Richard found out that Ian was a viper That's what he said That's what he said, yeah
0: I don't trust him
2: Uh (laughs) Uh, I think that might be true, because if you find out that someone in your team knows that you have a double role, I mean, he was an an MI6 agent and then he turned into a criminal so to speak, for money maybe, and Richard found out, that's why he had to get rid of Richard, because that might be um, that's to work for Ian in
0: danger. Yeah, that's definitely one option. That's the option that he goes with. But I'm I keep questioning because it was brought up that it's so recent that he learned about mm. Richard and Higgy wanting to leave that. Did Richard actually find it out? Before or after <laughs> Viper decided to kill him? He mm. did he definitely found it out, but yeah. at the very least when the gun was pointed to his head.
1: Yeah, and also and also because you know there was all this talk that the Viper was like unfindable and uncatchable, and then all of a sudden Richard finds out. You know, so it's like maybe, like you said, maybe Ian did it on purpose, and then, you know.
2: I mean, that's because the of the Will never maybe, have an answer. Maybe, to. maybe Ian wanted Richard to join the team for the Viper, and this is that down hmm. to go Interesting. with him. I mean, but, ooh,
0: maybe that was the reason why Richard was like, yeah, nah, we're no paying out of MI6.
1: <laughs> or maybe, maybe, like, maybe Richard found out because, like, what Phil was saying, like, maybe, maybe Ian went to Richard and said, be part of my team, and Richard turned it down, obviously, and then he was like, Okay hey, bye, you know. Yeah,
0: so even that explanation is, we'll probably never know. No.
1: Not something we'll, we'll find out. We'll only
0: know. Ian could side. be storyline. Yeah, but who, how will we find out?
1: Ian would have to escape from prison and taunt Higgy at some point. That's the only re- that's the only way I could see it happening. Uh, yeah. We're not touching the Richard Returns storyline with a ten foot
0: pole because don't do it. That is a storyline <laughs> that never pays get off. Patrick
2: and Higgy are together, we're not going to do that. No, it, it it's. In theory,
0: bringing Richard back would be a wonderful wrench in the road for Miggy Butt. And that's the major bullet. It's never played out well. It's <laughs> never done well. At least, I've never seen it done well. We've the- seen it on Hawaii Five O, where Doris McGarrett is suddenly alive
1: again. <laughs>
0: <sighs> that's still one of the most infuriating storylines that I've ever seen, because it changes a lot of the subtext and it Mm. never is addressed in how the subtext is changed because it's fucking abusive and nobody ever sends this kid to therapy we've also seen it on Station 19 and that is like even worse than the Y5O because the Y5O at least had multiple episodes regarding that Mm. and had the character dealing with that (laughs) in Station 19 the mother of the main character Miraculously returns. It turns out she was never dead. (laughs) And she was there for one episode, two episodes,
1: and (laughs) almost never to be talked about again. Mm. What they they could do without bringing Richard back, but still using Richard as a wrench in the Miggy plan, is they could do, like, one episode where, like, Higgy finds like Richard's diary or something or like something that like you know ridiculously like reminds her of Richard and then it brings back all these like emotions and you could see like you know Magnum helping her through it or whatever, you know? I or would find a flashback. That'd be cool. Mm.
0: Yeah. Flashbacks are dangerous. Um or you could actually do both. I just realized you could Have them being like, hey, I'm Richard. Someone being like, hey, I'm Richard, I want to meet you, blah, 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 blah. Turns out someone's just doing it to manipulate Higgy, and it's a one-episode storyline that's easily dropped and generates friction between Magnum and
1: Higgy. That's the one thing I'd be happy to deal with. (laughs) (laughs) Actually
0: bringing him back from the dead. And that could be...
1: Ooh, and the whole thing could be orchestrated by Ian from prison. Boom. (laughs) Yeah, because apparently... In prison in Hawaii, you can
0: have a lot of reach outside, Apparently. as established by like ten seasons of Five O and four seasons of Magnum PI, where that constantly happens. Boom! <laughs> prison in Hawaii still means you get access to a cell phone <laughs> for some reason, <coughs> and networks of goons. I mean, Apparently. the fictional prisons in Hawaii, not yeah, the actual, not the real prisons. In Hawaii. prisons. Hawaii that I don't know about but
1: hey
2: mm-hmm. um Bless you. <laughs> A silent one but still <laughs>
0: um let's talk about the difference between Rick PI and Megan PI <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rick, he's just so, like, dumb when it comes to the PI thing. And and Magnum essentially tells him so at the very end. He's like, you didn't even look at a picture of who you're supposed to be, like, looking for? Like,
2: he's like, you didn't, you didn't think to look at what these people look like? That's the first thing you normally do. Check out both sides before you start investigating. Exactly.
0: You don't even have to be a PI. I had to Google someone just today, just to figure out who the fuck I'm talking to. Exactly.
2: It's like... Oh, it's so. That's the first thing you do. You first Google the person, find out who the person is, and then you start investigating. Rick started investigating without checking it out. And also, it was so unrealistic, too, because he went to all of
1: the trouble to take the Ferrari, the sunglasses, (laughs) a Hawaiian shirt, just to fool the client who potentially has never even met Magnum before. So how would he be, you know, like, I'm assuming he's never met Magnum before, because if he had actually met Magnum before, he would have known it was a completely different person, right? So they went, he went all out to, like, have the Ferrari and the sunglasses to, like, pull this off. And then he forgets, like, an even bigger detail of actually like checking who he's supposed to be looking for, but he remembers all the little tiny things like the sunglasses. Like come on.
0: They never met Magnum because they're not local. I think that's exactly. a point implying so yeah. they, they're not based on the island. Yeah. I I found it very jarring how he never took it seriously. That's the reason why he never Googled it. It wasn't it it was a game to him and it was evident by as you said, the little details, but never actually doing any good PI work aside from what he had TC do, which TC did, yeah. <laughs> and not him. And then you—you you literally have Magnum contrasted by going above and beyond, researching his persona for that gala, being yeah. able to answer an in persona
1: question. I am David Gomez. <laughs> yeah burn ever. <laughs> he
0: he became David Gomez and he he took it seriously because uh, there was the stakes were high for him because that's Magnum. Yeah. I and mean, he would have taken just the other case just as seriously, but I think his case, the stakes were a little bit higher for him because this is he's, he's already he's already adopted her.
2: Like no me. matter she
0: wanted to be adopted, but he she's already yeah, adopted. Yeah, he's his, his Higgy.
1: He's
2: his Higgy. his
0: Higgy. I love how she never even had to
1: ask him for that favor. Yeah, she's like, about all those favors. She's like, you don't have to ask, I got you. <laughs> you and you can see it in Jay's eyes. The
0: moment she mentions what Viper did, he's like, I'm in. I don't care yeah. what you need. Whatever you need, I'm in. Mm-hmm. No more explanation needed. Yeah. Fuck my payment <laughs> a of job. I'm
1: in. He's like, I will figure out how to get that payment and still help you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> 20K. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 20K in dead. Thank you, Rick. Yep. Oh, oh. boy.
1: Ah, dum dumb, Rick.
0: Jay's hot. Uh, Jay. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Thomas' heart shows! I mean, Jay has a huge heart himself, but Thomas' is heart shows in that episode a lot.
1: hmm Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love their like, all the interactions and the emotions of the whole episode.
2: You see that in every episode, the emotions coming out.
1: Yeah. Especially the last season. Oh, we're having technical difficulties. Something tells me.
2: Oh, <laughs> I was, I was just
1: touched by something.
0: Something prickly. Oh, fuck! That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I could have sworn. I could have sworn my hedgehog just walked onto my foot. I was about to say ghost. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, it. it its cage is still next to me, so. Mm.
1: Oh! Weird. <laughs> weird.
0: <laughs> His ghostly appearance is really fucking scammy. It is weird. It's it's not the first time.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it's the first time I feel something, but, like, right after he died, lights started to flicker. Yes. ha ha! Ha ha ha! Weird. Not comfortable with that one.
1: No.
0: Anyway, let's talk about how Ian... What, Ian, what version of Juliet Ian knows and what version of Juliet Magnum
1: knows? Ian knows the insane MI6 willing to do anything for Queen and Country and like more hostile prickly Higgins and Magnum, more easily manipulative, uh, manipulated Higgins too. And Magnum knows the Grieving Trying to find her place, Higgins.
0: And the one that's slowly opening up to Ohana. And there's a third one. Mm. That's mentioned. Can go for it. It's the rogue one. Mm. So we have the standoff at the end of the, the very the very end of the episode where both Magnum and Ian appealed to the Higgy they know. Higgy very interestingly decides that, nope, that that Higgy died a long time ago, Ian. That that one is not here. In that moment, it was the rogue one. But then Magnum appealed to the one he knows. Mm-hmm. And she actively was like, yeah, okay, you're right. That's who I am now. Yeah, that's who I am now. And... Whew, and I specifically love how Jay portrayed that moment, where he said the Higgy that I know doesn't kill in Cold Blood, where mm. the the acting choice of keeping his voice low, pretty much emotionless, but everything is conveyed through his eyes. Yep. You don't aggravate the wounded animal, but you're still like, yeah, um, give me my Higgy bag, thanks. Yeah,
1: <sighs> very well acted. Very, very well acted.
0: Yeah, I can see why this episode is uh, probably a favorite for a lot of people. It's one of my favorites in season 1. Not gonna
1: lie. Yeah, it's it's that one, for me it's that one, and Blood in the Water in season 1. 15
2: too. <laughs> yeah, fifteen in- is Season 1 is really Blood in the Water favorite. Thanks like for basically everyone. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is unanimous. Blood in the Water is like the season one favorite. Yeah, I wonder
2: how that is coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> wonder where
0: that comes from. Yeah. What's what's your season two favorites?
1: Oh, easy. Nights last forever.
2: Okay. Definitely easy, that easy. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we.
0: Shot our load in early in the season. Nothing else. Uh,
1: in season two, not even the one where they break up. Technically, I actually didn't like. Lo- I actually didn't like that episode all that much. <laughs> I
0: mean, I have to agree. It's it's
1: nights last forever for me too. Yeah, it's my absolute favorite. Yeah, I love that one. And then in season three is the. Um, it's the plane repo one. I'm blanking on the the. I'm blanking it's on the, the second name
0: episode.
1: Yeah, it's the second episode, but I don't. I'm blanking on the name now.
0: Phil,
2: what what is what is it for you? Season three. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. The big payback is one of them. The way he's scared uh, at that point when Higgy is taken, mm. and they see a lot of emotions there. And I think Crime Murder is a good one. Oh yeah, Crime Murder is beautiful! i Crime Murder! Yes, yes, I like Crime Murder as well. well he also. And then he finds out by the more episodes in, in season 3. um, Number 15, Before the Fall, when he meets his uncle. Mm, where are they? And then he finds out that his uncle has, at the end, a relationship with his mother. Yeah. Which he didn't know. There are three episodes that I think they are, yeah, amazing from season three. And then season
1: four, there's a bunch too. Close to home, I really like. Close to home, shadow grave people. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that is like a massive
0: favorite for <laughs> everyone. Thanks to that's Hernandez and Stella directing that. That's be, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like all done. Buddy, they need to use it more often. God, <laughs> oh, I remember how we were all like, "Yay, we can't wait
2: for season five for you to direct." Cancelled. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but that's that was the amazing part. I mean, that was promised to him that he could um, direct in season five more episodes, and then he hears a week a week later that the show's cancelled. I mean, how rude can you be? Um. <laughs>
0: Not necessarily a week later. That timeline, we don't actually know that timeline 100%. We don't know when it no, was that's, recorded. No, that's
2: correct. But it was soon after he gave the interviews. Yeah. He was going to direct in, in season 5 another episode. And then the show got canceled. He, he,
0: basically, he basically said it, season 5 was a guarantee. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That one, that one was painful. And from that what was we've seen... Not a draw,
1: well.
0: From what I've seen around, especially with crew that I know personally, um, some of them actually found out at the same time as we did, which is mm. painful. Again, for the, for the save, for the safe too, by the way. Mm. Some of them found out at the same
2: time as we did. And that's awkward. Yeah. I mean, if, if the fans yeah. find out in one day and then that's... That, they... That's perfectly normal. Perfectly normal. Mm.
0: Um. If you look at when it was saved, it was relatively early morning for us, it was late in the night for LA, um, that was when the ink was just set, it was still drying when it came out, the news came out. They didn't have time to tell anyone at that point. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, push it out, we're done, it's signed, push it out, we'll take care of telling everybody else afterwards. And that's relatively normal, that's usually how it's done. So. Yeah. That save thing and the cancellation news, perfectly normal, still painful for us because we, we'd expect them to tell them up front, but it's not necessarily what the business does, I'm afraid.
2: Showbiz is hard, but not the kind way. Showbiz is brutal. Yeah, it is. Showbiz. Hey, but th- is- thanks to the fans, we got a season five. Most of the fans, at least. Not, not entirely. I mean, the crew there. And and people there who pay in money to to get the season five started, but I think the help of fans trying to save the show did a lot
0: too. It did something, yes, but you can't forget that if it isn't financially attractive to a network, they're not going to do anything. So if they don't think it will benefit them financially, we Mm. could yell into the void for like a million years and they don't care but yeah. at at one point it was the moment where they're like this is potentially financially interesting to us. Is the fan base actually there? Would the viewers come over? And that's when they saw, Okay, yeah, they're fine. Mm-hmm. The viewers are coming. Mm-hmm. We can go ahead. We're not losing money because the viewers are okay, fine. So like yeah, definitely played a role, but it the, the without the factor of it being financially interesting to NBC, it wouldn't have been done. Yeah, very true. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the business.
2: <laughs> it always is. Yeah. Yep. It, it always is. Always about money. Yep. Yeah, except for when
0: you're TC and you kidnap someone and actually leave them with goodies. <laughs> <laughs> That guy is not about the money. He's actually about the comfort of (laughs) the victims. That uh, TC, silent hero of the episode. Not gonna lie, he is. He is. Like I keep forgetting that. But had TC not realized the Ian Price slash Viper connection first, they would be in prison. Yeah. And also, I don't get to this point. Why they kidnapped these
1: guys? (laughs) <laughs> to get the limo, yeah. Yeah! And the invitation. They needed the invitations.
0: Yeah, but well, here's the thing. Um, Americans. Hawaii is currently an American state. And let's not talk about the occupation of Hawaii, but it's currently an American state. Um, there's a lot of Americans who will probably be like, wait, you need that for an undercover operation to track down a foreign assassin... Yeah, okay, fine. I'll stay home, have my invitation, go undercover, I'll, I'll, I'll watch Netflix. <laughs> Probably fork over a little bit of money, or, hey, have a helicopter ride. Done.
1: <laughs> Bribes.
0: Yeah, just bri-
1: try to bribe him first before you kidnap the guy. <laughs> <laughs> try to reason with them. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, actually, this guy killed so-and-so many operatives, and he's doing this and this and this, and we have the chance to take him down. With an undercover um, operation. Our guy is Hispanic, so you'd be the perfect person to impersonate. Are you cool with that? <laughs> Goodbye, Here, yeah. have, have food, have a helicopter ride tomorrow, and we're good. Bye. Bye. Because <laughs> helicopter ride? they give up helicopter rides all the time. Yeah. What's one more?
1: <laughs>
2: I think it didn't, I, th- I think it didn't have time. To look it up and, and, and try to talk things over with a, a helicopter ride or anything else. I but think they had time to had kidnap time. them? <laughs> <laughs> they had still had time
0: to kidnap them. Yeah, that's true. So, like, it, yeah, it was probably they didn't think that far.
1: They didn't think that far through. <laughs> that one was easier.
0: Kidnap, done. Done. <laughs> Instead of just being like, hey, why not? Oh, you don't play ball, let's kidnap you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Option B. You you can have it easy or hard. Mm-hmm. Choose option
0: and Everybody gets happy. It's still so interesting to me that TC attack addu- kidnaps people and leaves them with Poke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Poke in there too. <laughs> yeah. I, okay.
2: Cool. <laughs> What the hell like, thanks, DC. <laughs>
0: and especially another thing why I think he, they could have reasoned with um, for David Gomez Thank you. He's been in he he's been a Hawaiian citizen for decades. So he probably likes it to be protected. Mm. People like to have a very safe home. Yep. I'd rather have people go undercover and kill assassins in my neighborhood than live in a neighborhood where assassins roam freely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though it's bloody fucking scary to see your neighbors get raided. Yeah. Hi, ah, it happened to me.
1: Ugh.
0: Let me tell you, it is so concerning when you can look out of the window and there's police. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? You're trying to force your way into the okay, let me get popcorn,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna sit here and watch
0: I was indoor i was not I was not doing anything, yeah, I was also specifically not filming it
1: Hmm. but like okay, let me get popcorn what what's going on? yeah, it's looking out the window, yeah oh, so wild, yeah, uh. Do we have anything else for the episode? Because yeah. we have we have some unofficial filming news from TV Line. Oh, go ahead, Liz. So there was the I believe it's weekly questions news. Yeah, yeah. the questions I call them questions because they are questions. They are questions. So somebody asked, uh, you know, when when would filming start? And the answer was.
2: They heard
1: that it's going to be mid-September, which kind of lines up with what Knighton said when we first got saved, which he's also said September. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be bold and say Knighton probably knows better than TV Line, because mm-hmm. he actually has a contract for that. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at mid-September, because he, when he said it, he knew it was September, he just didn't know at what point in September. So now it's narrowed down a little bit more. Not much more, but a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We went from sometime in September to mid-September. So, hypothetically speaking, a couple weeks, three weeks, four weeks, we're looking at. So, three. yeah. So, keep an eye out for two to three, three actually. Yeah. Keep an eye out for people returning to the island. And obviously, we will, we will keep you updated
2: here. Two or three weeks, I guess. Yeah. Yes. The end of August, so maybe in two or three weeks they show up.
0: At yeah, least definitely. So well, off are off-Ireland. Mm-hmm. The majority is off-Ireland at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think... So Steven is in Jersey. Perdita should still be in the UK.
1: Mm-hmm. Who knows where Hernandez is? I don't know yeah. where Hernandez
0: is. He's, his his He's in the times so weird at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> he could is be he in... Still the- filming? Is he not still filming in Texas for no. that movie? That's That's been wrapped for like two weeks. Finished. Mm. You know. Some some of his co-stars posted from the wrapping, and he was sitting on a car in the background.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, he, yeah, that's wrapped. It's Though wrapped. his his work for that one isn't taking, is probably nowhere near done, but mm. it's the kind of work that he can do from Hawaii too. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so yeah. yeah, so keep it keep it locked to here for any filming updates. Because if we have some stuff, we'll let you guys know. Uh, yeah. Definitely, you'll find it on our social media,
0: if we catch it, we might be able to post a few new pictures from Hawaii mid-September, who knows, but we'll see, we will
1: see,
0: as for There's something coming up for the fandom in mid-September, ironically. (laughs) It wasn't planned. It's just when the MPI Summer Fan Fest ends, something else might be starting, and it might get a little spooky.
1: Ooh.
0: And as for that, we're going to ask you something for the podcast. If you have any... (laughs) As if the ghost of a hedgehog knew that if you have any ghost stories, spooky stories, and you want to share it with us, tell us and we might read them at the end of the episode. Or you could just be on here and tell your ghost story yourself.
1: Spooky times.
0: Yeah. We're entering the witchy season very soon. Yes. <laughs> Which is perfect. I like the witchy season. I am scared as shit from of ghosts, but hey, I like the witchy season. <laughs>
2: So, where can people follow you, Phil? Um, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram mostly.
0: So, follow Phil. And we'll see you guys for the next
2: episode. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye-bye!